Connor Smith is on the phone. What's up, buddy? How are you? We're so good, man. How are you guys? Very good. Um, we're, we're dealing with a little bit of smoke out of Canada. I called it Canada. I did. But, uh, you know, we'll we'll blow all that out of here and uh, make make sure the stage is all pristine and nice and pretty for you when you come to town on uh, on July 15th. We're excited to get to town. I've heard about the smoke. We're supposed to be up in New York. Uh, I think in like three days I'll be up there. So at least I'll be sharing the misery with you all. <laughs> you do have a pretty tight, pretty packed schedule. I want to say you're in Michigan, then you come to, uh, over here to hang out with us in New York, and then you're back in Michigan. Is that a fair or a festival that's happening out in Michigan? Yes, Faster Horse is out there in Michigan. So uh, first time going to be playing that, which will be fun. And then yeah, we head over to you. You know, we're doing the Luke Bryan tour all summer long, so – uh, we're, we're, we're staying pretty busy between, uh, the Luke shows, the festivals, and then, um, you know, shows like what we're doing uh, with you guys. Uh, Luke Bryan's show came through Darien Lake, which is uh, about an hour away from us. And, uh, we had a chance to, to catch that show, but you weren't on board yet. Have you started yet or is it, does it start in July? So we, no, we haven't started yet. So we start, uh, we start up in New York on the 6th. So 6, 7, um, will be the first week in our Luke. We have no idea what to expect. Um, it's pretty fun. So I grew up with uh, Luke Bryan's nephew. We played baseball together, went to high school together. Um, and, and Luke, you know, adopted his nephew. Right. Um, till. And so I grew up with him. So I kind of grew up around Luke in middle school, early high school. And the last time that I saw Luke Bryan, uh, I was 16 at a baseball game and I was getting ready to sign my first publishing deal. So I'm sitting there on deck at this baseball game and uh, Luke Bryan comes up to the fence and he goes, you know, real country. Hey, Connor, I need to see the contract. And I was like, I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I, I need to, what, do you have, where's the contract? I need, I need to read through it. So we just happened to have one of my uh, contracts sitting in uh, my mom's car. You know, I'm 16 at the time. <laughs> and, uh, and so Luke sits on the sidelines of this baseball game for the whole the rest of the game reading every page of this contract looking through the whole thing and proceeds to call me after and run through everything that I needed to know about it for about 45 minutes I was on the phone with Luke Bryant 16 he gave me advice that was the last time I talked to him last time I've seen him so now you know six years later uh to get to go go on tour with Luke and, and play about 20 shows um it's that's a pretty cool you know surreal moment that is. I mean, at 16 years old, did you have your mind wrapped around the fact that you're talking to, you know, one of the best-selling concert touring country radio musicians uh, who's kind of literally taking you under his wing to make sure you're not getting hosed? Yeah, 100%. I mean, and, and, and also, like, you know, Luke is a, a bona fide superstar in this industry, but uh, you got to think, in 2016, Luke Bryan is, is – is, there's no one – even competing with him, you know what I mean, in, in country music. And so, uh, you know, there was definitely an awareness of, of how, how special and unique that was, you know, just that's kind of a part of, of my story growing up in Nashville is stories like that. And, and so I definitely don't take that for granted. Talking to Connor Smith, he's going to be at the Southern Tier Wounded Warrior concert July 15th. Uh, gates open at 3 o'clock. Tickets are on sale now. You can get them the day of the show, but it would be wise for you to buy them in advance. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about your uh, your mom. Um, she was in the country music industry in some way, shape, or form. I know she interviewed a lot of artists. What was she doing uh, in country music when you were growing up? Yeah, so my mom was... Uh... She, you know, she got a communications degree and was a, a news reporter, kind of where it started. Well, when we moved to Nashville, I was about five years old, and she always had a love for country music. Like, that was always 
um, is something that she she really uh, kind of gravitated towards. But when we moved to Nashville, um, it kind of opened this door for her to do a lot of lot of work inside the industry. And so um, she would interview songwriters, she would interview uh, the artists, and, and uh, go to number one parties. And then, you know, really for me, it was the interviews with the songwriters where you know she's sitting down with guys like Craig Wiseman you know, talking and they're telling the story of how they wrote songs like Live Like You Were Dying. Well, I'm six and seven at the time. And so I'm just, um, I'm, I'm watching these interviews. I'm listening to these stories. And, um, and so that was really where it started for me was I learned that writing songs, uh, you can make a pretty decent living uh, in Nashville. And so um, just knowing that was an option was really the only thing that I ever dreamed about doing was, was, was that right there. So, um, you know, that, that was kind of my look into it as a young kid was through her job. They say Nashville, we're talking to Connor Smith, by the way, and they say Nashville is a kind of like a 10-year overnight success town, but I don't think that applies as much anymore. You, um, what are you, 22 years old now? Yeah, it's 22, but but it's funny because I, I, I say often, I say, you know, they say Nashville is a 10-year town. I started writing songs at six. I got my first publishing deal at 16. So it all does kind of line up uh, yeah. in a little bit weirder of a way, but I guess it, guess it adds up. Have you ever looked back at the songs you wrote when you were six years old and thought, ah, there might be something here? <laughs> Man, um, it, so when I when I hear those songs, that you know, those real early days, it's not that I hear them and I, and I go, "Man, this is something I should record." But I do hear a kid who had some sort of ability and understanding of it, um, you know, because I was everything I wrote until I was sixteen was just completely by myself. And even, you know, at seven years old, when I was uh, writing these songs and started to kind of play them out at open mic nights around town, um, there was an ability to put a song together. You know, I understood the structure. I understood the goals. I understood, you know, how to kind of tell a story and whatever. Now, these songs weren't any good. And, uh, you know, Luke Bryan wasn't going to cut them at, at any point. But um, I, I listen back to it all the stuff, and it's, it's definitely stuff that uh, I, I look back on with a little bit of pride. We're talking to Connor Smith. You know, it's interesting that you say that because uh, I've been listening to uh, to Joe Rogan's podcast quite a bit recently, and he does go back a lot when he when he focuses on comedy. Uh, he he points out that you if you walk onto a stage and uh, and and think you're going to tell jokes for an hour and walk away with a, a twenty million dollars in your pocket at the uh, at the end of the month, that's not going to happen because every comedian has to go through. Uh, steps. It's kind of like building a house. You need a foundation, and then once the foundation is there, then you yeah. can continue to grow. And it sounds like songwriting is uh, is very similar. Yeah, I mean, it's very similar. I think any I think any creative field and any um, art like that, it just takes time. And um, I think there is, you know, everyone has to have an, a, a, a gifting inside of it. But also, um, I think we I think we lose sight of the fact so many times that just like anything else, like you have to sharpen the muscle, you have to work at it, you have to like work harder than everyone, and the harder you work, it's a muscle you build, you know, if you go to the gym every day, you're going to get stronger and get bigger, you write songs every day, you're going to get become a better songwriter. And you were an athlete, again, talking to Connor Smith, uh, uh, Little League Baseball, there's a, there's a pretty famous video of you floating around on the <laughs> internet right now, um, was that the Little League World Series, did your team make it to the Little League World Series? Yeah, well, that was the Little League World Series, 2013. I was in the Southeast, um, Southeast, South, South Nashville All-Stars. And uh, we, we made it, you know, top eight in the world, top four in America, 
so that was a really you know special summer. Yeah, I mean, what was it like as a little kid looking up at yourself, seeing yourself on ESPN? When you get to the World Series, everybody does these interviews. So that, you know, they give you a sheet of 20 questions and you give them your answer. And then you go in and they, they, they turn the camera on and they ask you, you know, the three most interesting questions on there or answers. So one of the questions was, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I'm sure that every other person in that, uh, in that list wrote, you know, professional baseball player, whatever. I wrote, you know, I want to be a songwriter. And so they ask about it and, and long story short, I, I end up singing a little song that I had written um, for them, or our teammate is far enough to be on the sports winner set because they brought the set to, to Williamsport that year, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so the whole team's on the set. We're all you know getting ready to be on Sports Center, and when they come back from the commercial break, it's like you know they're they're talking to our team. They open the entire you know segment with this video of me talking about wanting to be a professional songwriter, me singing this song. And, <laughs> and uh, it is just, I mean, I'm a little 13 year old kid. I just remember being wide eyed. And I, I looked down at the, the TV screen that was in front of us. And my parents are there and we're watching. It was, it was, it was super cool, but uh, it, it's also just super special to look back on that now. And, uh, yeah, it kind of shows how far the dream has come. For sure. Uh, Connor Smith is our guest. It it was really interesting, and, and I, I was proud of you because uh, whoever the producer was put you on the spot and said, okay, you want to be a songwriter? Pretend you have a guitar in your hand, and you just you launched. And I was curious if that was a song that you wrote or if it was uh, uh, a song that you just covered. No, that was a, that was a song that I that I had written. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – Hey, if, if you're on sports there, sometimes you just got to take your moment. <laughs> That's right. Strike while the iron's hot. Uh, so uh, July 15th uh, over at the uh, Wounded, well, it's the Southern Tier Wounded Warrior Benefit Concert. It's happening at the Allegheny Fireman's Park. Um, we have a couple of uh, regional and, and local artists that are going to uh, open up for you. And, um, and then you take the stage. So music all day long. Gates open at 3 o'clock, 12 and under. You get in for free. Um how far did your team get for the? You said you get to uh, in the Little League World Series. You went in, um, fourth best in the country. Yeah, I, I believe that's right. Okay. Um, your video for how it looks from here. It's this whole picture, like collage, uh, yeah. that just it visually is. It's almost like I want to stop it, slow it down back it up a little bit and um, kind of focus on some of these photos because uh, whoever put that together, uh, it was a genius move. It, it's uh, it's a video I've, uh, technique I've never seen before. Man, that, that video is super special. And I, I couldn't agree more. Like, I um, I don't know. It, that video almost made me pretty emotional because it just kind of recapped through pictures like the last two years of my life, which last two years of my life have been unbelievable and so life-changing and, and um just seeing all the people that have you know been a part of it and um the shows and and the tours and it like it, it just kind of put it all together and um yeah it's a really special video and, and it's one of those things where it's like man if it all ended today i could i could you know i could say i did it you know what i mean oh yeah were you instrumental in selecting the photos or did your team I really do it? wasn't to be honest with you like um that was all uh, my buddy Hurst you know made that whole thing and um it's cool my, my my brother is my older brother is my videographer photographer he did uh the Creek Will Rise music video the learn from a music video 
and then goes out on the road with us and takes all these pictures. And so um, it's all of his pictures that he's taken. And then um, my buddy Hirsch just kind of took them all together and, and, and told a story with them. Connor Smith, our guest, Creek Will Rise. The song is a story about you getting stuck somewhere with a girl and it starts to rain and then you can't tell the rest of it because the radio won't let you. Um, <laughs> but, but in the video, I didn't see a girl. I saw a bunch of dudes. I guess you were on a shrimp boat or something. <laughs> What's the tie-in? Yeah, the video didn't. The video didn't exactly follow the story. No. Um, but what I liked about the video was it captured the uh, energy. It captured the the swampiness, the kind of dirtiness of this of this song in a cool way. That's so like the guy in the video is, is my best friend from high school. We call him Cran Man. <laughs> and it's funny because in the video, the lyric, uh, a girl like her on a night like this, when that lyric hits, the camera is, is on your buddy. <laughs> and I'm going, what? <laughs> on the boat, yeah. <laughs> what I love about that song is leave it up for interpretation. For sure. So we were down as far south in Louisiana as you can go, and we got the full experience. So. Maybe if this song breaks that top ten, goes number one, we'll we'll do a, a remake music video. I'll get my girlfriend to be in it, and we'll we'll go to a river or something. Connor Smith, our guest. Slow your roll. Hang on on your website. It says no, no, no girls. Girls are secondary. I'm not interested in girls right now. I'm focused on my career. But you just mentioned girlfriend. How long have you seen this girl? Well, I don't know where it says it on my website. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was a, <laughs> maybe it was an article, but it was basically saying Connor is so focused on music right now, girls are not on the radar. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, I probably lied. Um, no, I've, I've been with my girlfriend for about a year, and uh, she's a sweetheart. So, is, is she in the uh, is she in the video for How It Looks From Here? No, she yes, yeah, yeah, she's in the video for How It Looks From Here. She's also in the Take It Slow music video. Oh, okay, great. Perfect. But yeah, she's she's in that video with uh with uh, how it looks from here. Um, I gotta ask you about I hate Alabama. Now, if if somebody uh isn't necessarily familiar with the song, their initial reaction, especially as if they're from Alabama, might be negative. Have you had that experience? You know, it's funny. Like, of course, but. People, people in Alabama like it more than anywhere else. Like, we'll go, you know, some of our best shows we've ever played are down in Tuscaloosa because every Alabama girl just believes, thinks it's about them. <laughs> and so it, it ended up just kind of, and at the end of the day, it's a, it's a weird backhanded compliment. Um, you know, they beat us in football every year and they stole my girl who wouldn't want to be Alabama, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. But it's it's just initial, that, uh, that knee-jerk reaction, um, I hate Alabama, I just wonder how much backlash you've gotten. And uh, I, I was looking on your schedule. And I'm like, I don't see any Alabama shows, no dates there. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we, uh, it's funny, man. Like I, I definitely expected that early on. I'm just like, Oh, I don't know if I can play in Alabama anymore. Right. And uh, it's just been the opposite reaction. Like Alabama loves it. Everybody else loves it. Um, it is cool. You know, that song is such a cult kind of following song, which uh, is, is obviously fun as an artist to have one of those. So, um, anytime we go in the Southeast, man, we just, we get fired up every night to start playing that one. And that song pretty much was the one that uh, got a lot of, uh, a lot of eyeballs and, and, uh, ears on you, right? Yeah, that was the start for me. I mean, I think as a new artist, you need that, you need that one song that's going to break through and kind of give you something to be defined by or known as, um, kind of, 
you know, breaks up the noise of every other new artist. And, and that was definitely the song for us. We're talking to Connor Smith. He's coming July 15th to the Wounded Warrior Southern Tier concert at Allegheny's Fireman Park. You know how uh, there, there's almost like classes. There's, there'll, there'll be a class of artists that are going into the Country Music Hall of Fame. There's a class of yeah, artists. Totally. Um, who among your peers, um, among uh, new breakthrough artists right now, are you most excited about? Man, um, I'm, one thing I love is just... Uh, is you know, I'm, you know, we're, we're around each other so much. You know, that kind of class of, of artists that kind of comes up together. I mean, everybody has, um, you know, certain classes like you talked about, and um, and, and so you kind of get to become good friends with these guys. And um, uh, you know, we just played a played a show with Nate Smith and Bailey um, last weekend, and it's just fun. You know, I, I think uh, it's cool for me when I turn on the radio right now. It, it feels like for the first time in a while, there's like a truly like this new breath of, of, of people with Bailey and Nate and Megan and myself, Jackson Dean, um, you know, all these people that are, that are kind of coming up and, uh, you know, a lot of people that all those people I would, I would call friends. So, um, for me, uh, what dude I'm super excited about that hasn't hit radio yet, but I think is, is right behind me would be a dude named Dylan Marlowe. Um, one of my closest buddies and, uh, another girl, Mackenzie Carpenter, that we took out on the road early, earlier this year. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it was cool to see the Bailey show for the first time and just get to be a, um, a, a friend and a fan watching it and just, just to see the crowd just uh, truly believe in him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think he's got a long career ahead of him. I think you do too. And I think you're right. It's almost like that, uh, that next, the next wave of country superstars is at the threshold of their careers and it's exciting to see and uh and the music is great man you're you're killing it so really happy to have you here at the uh, wounded warrior benefit concert on july 15th get your tickets now eventbrite.com or give us a call 716-372-0161 and we will hook you up connor uh stay safe i know you like to drive fast and and uh live on the edge but uh we don't need you breaking anything all right hey well i'll uh i'll at least i'll at least save the fun for when we get up when we get up to y'all hey thank you guys for for having having us up for the show and we're we're excited to be a part of it we are too connor smith everybody